Hi, it's Phil and Mia. And you're listening to the Wellness Collaborative. So I thought it might be helpful for people, well, not every people, but <laughs> some people, maybe helpful for people um, if we talked a little bit about chakras and um, what they are and whatnot. Yeah. It might be helpful for people who are sort of like stepping into their spirituality or energy work or, you know, just trying to um, keep their bodies clear of uh, anything that's, you know, clingy and not for them and whatever. Am I making sense here? (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be cool. Yeah. 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 And so... I know that a lot of people talk about the seven chakra system um, and that generally um, is associated with India. Um, There are more chakras uh, than just the seven, Um, but I think uh, in our line of work that uh, that's generally what's talked about. There are other chakra systems too. They're not necessarily referred to as chakras. they're maybe referred to as energy bodies or they're maybe referred to as um, power centers. Um, but maybe we should just start with and stick to the seven chakra system for yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. And before we get started talking about chakras, I just want to say that um, we are in a Mercury retrograde. And so we might say things that um, come off completely different than how I meet them <laughs> because um you know Mercury and communication and so please know that we are being as well intentioned as we possibly can be and we acknowledge that um talking about the seven chakra system and um, attributing it to India we acknowledge that it has been appropriated in um, some ways that maybe aren't appropriate at all uh, the reason why we're talking about it is because uh, it's something that we use in our um, Reiki healing and something that we use to sort of help people identify where um, they maybe want to concentrate their efforts or where they're feeling their emotions or or where they have places to um, work through shadow work. Yeah. I just want to... Um take a step back and think about what you had said uh mercury is in retrograde (laughs) i just love the fact where you can be like oh i'm sorry did you take that the wrong way because well mercury is in retrograde so (laughs) oh yeah and i'm not saying did you take that the wrong way i'm saying like i might say asinine things right now but i'm not meaning to i it's just coming out like that i'm trying to be clear in my communications um and it doesn't always work out. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of like to fall back on, well, Mercury is in retrograde, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's why my computer's not working. Oh, boy. Such a challenging time. Oh, yeah. Maybe that is why my, because my phone was giving me trouble, remember? I was mm-hmm. telling you it was acting all wacky. And it was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. So, hmm. Maybe yeah. it's that. Yeah, anyway, moving on. Anyways, yes. <laughs> so, Chakras. I like to refer to them as energy centers, power centers. And for those who are maybe just stepping into this type of um, healing modality and we're just learning about chakras, 
Uh, I find myself also always learning something new about each one. Um, like Mia was saying, there are basically seven main chakras. There are a lot more, uh, depending on you know the different healing modalities that you uh, partake in. But um, just quickly going through each of them, and then I guess we'll probably spend a little bit of time discussing what each one represents. Yeah, I think that's probably a good idea because um, that way, uh, if we go through each of them quickly, we can at least name them all before our episode is over. Yeah. And then, you know, come back to them as needed or um, mm -hmm. as is appropriate. It's just, um, yeah, and then I want to talk about a book later. Oh, okay, cool. So the first one is the root chakra, which is at sort of like the base of the body, kind of like that tailbone. Yeah, so area. if you're sitting down, it's like that perineum area, you know, um, uh, like at the very base of your spine, like Phil was saying. Mm -hmm. And um, so if you're in a seated position, that's that would be the base. Yeah, yeah. And then moving up is the sacral right that's next so that's number two uh three is the solar plexus um chakra mm -hmm. and then number four is the heart and then number five is the throat chakra uh, six is the third eye chakra and then seven is the crown chakra which is just above the head i think i got them all yeah did you say the crown chakra is just above the head that's what i said yeah, it's more like the top of the head, ah. I would say, than above. So, because it's not sort of in the aura, right? Oh, it's more like okay. on the physical body. Okay. Yeah. And so maybe that's a different one that I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which we're not talking about today. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and those are the seven chakras. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, coming back to the base chakra... Um, the base chakra is usually associated with the color red. Um, like if you look at a chart, for example, of uh, the seven chakra system, that's the one that you would be looking at is the red one um, for the base chakra. Or um, uh, what's the other name for the base chakra? I can't think of it right now. Help me. Root. Root chakra. That's the word. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, this chakra is sort of responsible for um, helping you to feel safe and secure. And so if you um, find yourself feeling like you need protection from things or um, like um, just having general sort of safety issues, um, this would be sort of the chakra to take a good look at like I'm always working on my root chakra because I have um, I brought stuff in with me into this life and um, from past lives and so like my entire existence right now is about safety so. yeah that's a really good point I think the root chakra this first one is um, pretty important I mean all of them are important but as far as feeling grounded you know, if we have some type of feeling of disconnect, be it safety or balance or, you know, whatever that may be, this grounding chakra um, is not, is, it's good not to ignore, <laughs> I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and then keep in mind when we talk about chakras and, you know, working with certain ones, depending on where someone is in their life, it's really about 
moving that stuck energy, right? That negative energy that we just obtain through our life. I'm giving Phil a look right now. <laughs> okay. So let me stop. No, I was just, um, I don't, is it about moving um, like stuck energy or is it about uh, balancing that area and making sure that it's, you know, it's staying sort of clear and connected and communicating with the other energy bodies within your body? Yeah, I mean, that makes sense that every, every, um, energy center is sort of harmonious. Yeah. I think right? what maybe you're trying to get at is that, um, like if you feel like this, if you feel like you're having safety issues, then it might be because that chakra is sort of clogged up and you want to clear mm -hmm. that energy out so that like new energy can come in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> well, I think that's what you were trying to say, yeah. like what you were getting at, but um, like maybe I was, it's, you know, Mercury and anyway, like maybe I was just not hearing it the way that you meant it. So perhaps clarifying, but yeah. <laughs> and it's so good to clarify, isn't it? I mean, that's just such a great idea so that everybody is like together and everybody knows what, what we're talking about. I like to use images as much as possible because that kind of helps me yeah. to, to see things. And I always look at chakras as like spinning wheels, mm -hmm. right? If mm -hmm. that makes sense. And they maybe slow down sometimes when we're dealing with a chakra that is just not in harmony, not in balance with the rest of our chakras and our full body. So we're not complete. We're not running at a whole person. And... So when I imagine that and working on someone's chakra, then balancing it, it then tends to spin at a higher rate and it's a very positive sort of feeling, if that makes sense. So it's kind of like if you've ever had hamsters and like the <laughs> hamster wheel sort of, you know, like they're running in there so often using it so much that like it kind of... Um, gets tilted in there, mm -hmm. right? And then it starts like making that sound and mm -hmm. like it's not running at optimal sort of efficiency for right. the hamster. Like you don't want that guy to, to have to work a little too hard, right? You don't want to kill your hamster. No. Like. <laughs> no. Nobody wants that. Is that a good visual? That's a perfect visual. <laughs> that was better than my <laughs> spinning wheel. Why is a spinning wheel, right? What do yeah. they call those things? But you, spinning wheels, I guess. I, yeah, I don't know. Hamster, Hamster run? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Hamsters. I like it. Okay, where were we? <laughs> where so we just talked about the root. moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about the root chakra. Uh, the next one is the, don't tell me, sacral. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. The sacral chakra. And this is a second chakra. Um, it's generally associated with the color orange. So if you're, again, looking at your chart, that's the one... Um, that is just under the belly button and um, is indicated by the orange color. Uh, this area, uh, I think if you've listened to our other podcasts, uh, you know that my father has pancreatic cancer. And so this is the area that I work, a uh, chakra that I work on a lot for him because it sort of controls uh, that organ or that organ lies within it. And um, so constantly sort of sending energy to, to that to help clear it out and help um, 
I mean, it's pancreatic cancer, so I can only do so much, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I do what I can. Yeah, absolutely. And I think even that positive mental state of we do what we can is so important mm-hmm. as well. And I was thinking also, being it where it's located, if you have gut sort of like issues working on that chakra may help like food sensitivities perhaps um i know it also talks about creativity lies within the sacral yeah because the this mm-hmm. um chakra is about um um uh, creation like mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. like the womb space and got it um yeah like birthing and sexuality mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so if you have issues in any of those areas, this might be a, a, um, a chakra to sort of concentrate on, to yeah. look at, to to think about, to mm-hmm. um, evaluate. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I know a lot of times we talk with individuals that they just don't have a good feeling in their stomach, right? There's nausea there. There's tenseness, mm-hmm. if that's a word. Well, that's um, where, like... And that's why I was saying at the beginning, you know, sometimes when we're working with people, we might ask them like, uh, you know, well, you're naming this healing, where in your body does that lie? It yes. might, they might be saying, well, I'm feeling it in my stomach. Mm-hmm. And so that could indicate to us it maybe is the, the sacral or uh, the solar plexus because yeah. that sort of, it depends on, because I think people get confused about where the stomach actually is, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so... Um, like they're saying stomach, but they mean like the general abdominal area. And, um, so like, uh, it's helpful to work with the people and to sort of help them, like, um, guide them to sort of, um, be more explicit about where it's lying and what it feels like and how it's affecting them. Um, so that you can sort of like zone in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good segue if we're done talking about sacral, moving on to solar Mm -hmm. plexus, which is the third chakra. Mm -hmm. Yeah, generally um, associated with the color yellow if you're looking at a chart. Um, This is sort of like your I am presence. So this is, um, sometimes people say it's your power center. I don't know how accurate that is it maybe works for people which is fine um but it's really like who you are right what your truth is yeah and i think this one also deals with sort of like um if we're feeling or having feelings of Mm self-hate right that self-loathing i cannot do anything right (laughs) i've been told which is a lie (laughs) i have been told that i am not going to amount to anything that i am not smart enough (laughs) to do fill in the blank this is if you are having those types of feelings this is the chakra that you would want to focus on and move all of that you know self-hate and self-loathing thinking out of your system Right. This is a pretty good one. Yeah. And I think that if you're having those kinds of internal scripting or conversations, um, that it's like, that's a good place to start, you know, like, oh, I realize that I'm having these internal conversations with myself. And if my friends were treating me like this, I would tell them to go to hell. 
Um, <laughs> and so why am I doing that to myself? Let me think about where this script is coming from. Um, you know, uh, like how can I switch my script um, so that I'm not saying those things to myself? And that's a bit of a process too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, if you're going to do something like that, that it's really important to also give yourself a lot of grace because it's not something that you can do overnight. Oh, I'm going to switch my script. And so tomorrow when I wake up, I'm just going to say positive things to myself always, you know, like (laughs) it just doesn't work that way. I mean, maybe it does for some people, but I think generally it does not work that way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and it goes back to things like how am I going to do what I really want to do in life? Um, it's too hard, right? Um, there's just no way that I'm going to be able to, you know, take care of all of this. It's, it's switching, flipping the script to what am I going to do to, you know, if positively, you know, invoke change, you know, so. Yeah, this actually, now that I'm thinking about it too, this um, area is a place where, as a medium, like this is sort of the area that you activate when you're going to do mediumship work because you have to sit in your own power and you have to like expand it out um, to sort of connect with spirit. And so um, if you want to be doing that kind of work, um, if you think about like maybe doing that kind of work sometime in the future, then this is even if you don't feel like you're having any issues, this is sort of a a, um, chakra to concentrate on too because um, sitting in your power is a skill that needs to be learned. Like it's not something that just happens. Like you have to be consciously connecting with it, if that makes sense. Like it does just magically happen, but you have to be like mindful about it. You have to be conscious of it. That's cool. Yeah. We'll talk about the heart chakra and then um, maybe in the next episode, we'll be able to get the, to the other three. So we're just talking yeah. about four chakras today in the seven chakra system. Yeah? That sounds great. Okay. Good. Um, yeah. So heart chakra. Heart chakra would be next. Yes. Go. This one, <laughs> this one is certainly, I mean, they're all important, but this one definitely, I feel, is such... A good one to make sure is in harmony with the rest of your chakras because this one we are talking about and we are dealing with love. Okay, right? so I think I hear you saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, okay. but I think I hear you saying that not only would you want to um, spend some time if you feel like you have like st- stuck energies there mm-hmm. um, or issues with this chakra, you not only would want to spend time with that but and also you would want to um sort of like connect it to the other chakras because then they're communicating with each other yeah i think so i mean i view or i imagine that all chakras need to be working in harmony with each other does that make sense yeah it does like if you're gonna be whole and complete and like be in good working work. like if you're a clock you know like <laughs> right. yeah. you can't have like five of the gears working properly and like two of them off 
So I think with the heart chakra, the one thing that I wanted to get across and what's so important is we're talking about the one that, that deals with love, right? It's the positive way of expressing love, right? And also receiving love. Sometimes we speak with individuals, clients that just feel like they're not worthy of receiving love, mm-hmm. right? Makes yeah. sense. And, and then also we can expand upon that a little bit more if you want. But also this one is dealing with depression. Depression is unfortunately seems like it's an increasing Oh, kind okay, of... wait, stop. See, this is a Mercury moment. <laughs> so you're saying, what you're trying to say mm-hmm. is that this chakra, um, like if you have issues with depression, that this might be a chakra to look into, to work with, um, to help to try to uh, alleviate some of what's going on with the depression. If... Um, if you know that you have depression issues, you should, you know, do what your doctor is telling you to do, to do what your therapist is telling you to do. Like you should take into consideration all of the professionals that you're working with. This isn't sort of something that you want to do instead of working with your professionals, but, um, this is definitely a chakra to sort of look at if you want to look at other ways to help alleviate the symptoms. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you brought that up. Reiki definitely should not be used as a healing modality to replace prescription medication, your doctor's advice or what your doctor is telling you to do. Reiki is definitely a healing modality that is complementary of all of the other um, things. Western medicine? <laughs> yes, that, that, that you are doing. That would be completely irresponsible of me if I were to tell someone, you don't need those drugs. Reiki will solve all of your problems. <laughs> you know, because it needs to work together. Reiki practitioners should be a team, right? That is also helping you along with your doctor, therapist, um, and any other people that you're working with and, to sort of help alleviate yourself from yes, that? Yes, absolutely. I think what I was trying to say is when dealing, if, if, if somebody is having feelings of depression, maybe it's just, you know, I'm in a funk. I just can't seem to get out of bed in the morning. I don't want to do anything throughout the day. Take a look at the heart chakra. That may be something that should be focused on, should be worked on right and then find out why you're suddenly having feelings of that heavy depressed thought feeling whatever that looks like you know oh yeah so if you have clinical depression then it wouldn't be like a sudden onset necessarily but i think what you're saying is more like um this chakra also deals with grief and so Mm -hmm. you know or um and like lung issues which is where grief sort of sits. Um, and so if you're finding that like you're going through a blue phase rather than like a clinical depression, I like that. then like that. maybe mm-hmm. this is an area for you to really pay attention to. Yeah. And even if you are working on um, clinical depression, that this could be something that is sort of assistive to whatever else you're doing, working with your therapist, taking medications, whatever, whatever. Yeah. 
and I mean, it's so important to know that Reiki will do no harm. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's energy from source, it's light, it's love. And <laughs> I mean, essentially it's love. And again, like I said, Reiki will never do any harm. Yeah. So if we're going to talk about the heart chakra, then um, we should back up because we didn't talk about the color. We didn't talk about any of that. We just went right into like, it's about love. I, I bulldozed right into love. Because <laughs> you like love. I do like love. <laughs> I love love. <laughs> but um, if you're looking at a chakra chart and the it's a you know seven um, seven chakra system, mm-hmm. then this would be the fourth chakra, and it's sort of like in the middle of your chest, and it's represented by the color green. And um, what am I missing here? It's about compassion. It's about Mm -hmm. love. um, It's about um, beauty. Mm. Uh, And so I think I covered it all. Yeah? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. And I think uh, you had said something about talking a little bit, um, touching a little bit on some crystals that might be good for each of the chakras. Yes. Um, And so uh, did you want to start back at the base? Yes. Okay. I think that makes sense. All right. So root chakra. Um, if you are looking to, if you're into crystals and you're looking to use some crystals with your root chakra, then um, some crystals that might be helpful are like black tourmaline, um, ruby, uh, um, uh, red um, jasper. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> um, what am I missing? Uh, garnet. Garnet. Right. Bloodstone. Okay. It says here. Yeah. Um, and so something that you could do is to um, meditate with those, like just hold them in your hand while you're thinking about um, intending to clear out that chakra, um, to uh, open that chakra up and uh, let light in, to move the energy in that chakra. Um, so, you know, holding the stone, making it an attention, and sort of meditating on it. All right. And was that all the crystals that, that we wanted to mention about root? We can move on to sacral. Cool. So crystals associated with sacral plexus chakra mm-hmm. is uh, carnelian. Uh-huh. Are you saying that? Carnelian, yeah. Carnelian, amber, uh, moonstone orange tourmaline and sunstone yeah i think probably you could use an orange selenite here as well that might be good if you know selenite's pretty um powerful clearing things out cleaning cleansing um we use it to charge our crystals with um so yeah again same thing sort of making your intention holding your crystal um and uh, just meditating with it with the intention to clear out the energy um, There's seed mantras that you can look up on um, Google or uh, YouTube um, That could be useful here as well Yeah, cool And then um, I think we're on to uh, Solar plexus. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So the next one solar plexus uh, Let's see looks like yellow citrine citrine. Did mm-hmm. I say that right? Yeah. Cool amber Yellow topaz, yellow tiger's eye. I think I really like that one, tiger's eye. 
yellow agate, and then I believe rutilated quartz. Oh, hmm. nice. I like rutilated quartz a lot. What is um, rutilated quartz? I don't know. It's so it's um, there. It has um, inclusions in it, and the inclusions are like really fine, and they're known as the hairs of Venus, and um, sometimes they're like a gold color. Um, sometimes they're darker, uh, and it brings in, it's a great energy. It's really useful for other things as well, but, um, we're talking about clearing out our chakras. So again, same thing, making your intention, holding your crystal, um, and then meditating on clearing out, you know, any stuck energies. Nice. All right. So then we'll, I guess we're wrapping it up with heart chakra. Yeah. I think that's a good place to stop. And so crystals associated with heart chakra are rose quartz, emerald, green, tourmaline. I think it's emerald. It is. And then green tourmaline. Yeah. So, okay. Emerald is a crystal in and of itself. Yes. And then green tourmaline. That's fantastic. Okay. So heart chakra. (laughs) Let's start over. Okay. Heart chakra, um, rose quartz, emerald, Green tourmaline, green adventuring. Um, trying to think here. I think uh, shade. That's a good one. Right. Basically, any um, green stone that you feel connected with, I think would work here. Cool. I like this. Is it peridot? Oh, peridot. Yeah. Because it's French, <laughs> you don't say the T yeah. at the end. Yeah. So there you go. A little French lesson, too. I mean, why not? <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually really love that stone. I think it's beautiful. Um, it's hard to find in larger pieces. And so, um, like, some people use it in jewelry. And so maybe you have a jewelry piece, like a necklace or a ring. Um, and that would work, too. Yeah, that's cool. The crystals and stones, that's still rather new to me. hmm um, so it's rather fascinating and again I just love learning about well just about everything or anything but yeah um, understanding like the crystals and how they work with certain chakras is pretty fascinating to me yeah um, just on an ending note I got a chakra set for Phil so that he could use it um, in his Reiki practice mm-hmm. and um, he was super excited to get it. So it's not like he doesn't like them. It's just that he doesn't, you know, like he, that's a learning curve for him and, and he's open, like he's open to it. So I think that's, what's important there. Yeah. That is important to be open. (laughs) To To learn. Yeah. To to new ideas. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) To progress and move forward. (laughs) All right. Well, I think we have um, covered those like in a basic way that might yeah. be helpful for people. And then in the next episode, we'll talk about the other three. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>